What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 220th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. I am your host, SBJ, and with me is Travis. <laughs> you know, this whole Mixler thing is is really ruining my normal rhythm. Normally, I make some joke that normally we all make a lot of jokes that we would never make in front of other people. And even though you told me, hey, we're going on Mixler now, I forgot about that. And so now <laughs> I'm still a little shaken by the by the uh, middle school joke I made about two minutes ago. I, I always like to imagine that, you know, Travis has been on since like 31. So we're 220 now minus 30 episodes. You've been on for about give or take 190 episodes and that was You're just like waiting for the one where i where i crack where i break <laughs> i'm tired i think you just cracked and broke oh you you certainly destroyed that church boy image <laughs> will anderson also here who has been uh, on will when did you start like episode 80 80 yeah right around there okay all right oh here we all are where this is like the third week we've done live on Mixler on Sunday. Um, for some reason, I feel like the last couple episodes have been strong. That probably has to be in part that we we did like a three week stint of being live on Twitch, and uh, I don't know. I feel like that just kind of threw off our rhythm or something. But I like I like just the recording and not seeing your guys' faces. I agree. <laughs> If there's so anything I don't want to see, it's Steve and Travis. Yeah, yeah, you know, we're mixing it up. And we're doing we're only doing the Mixler thing. I mean, you could say that the Mixler thing could be as distracting as the Twitch thing, but not nearly as much because I don't have to worry about how my hair looks when we're doing it on Mixler. <laughs> That's true. Also, like Mixler costs money and Twitch doesn't, so I want to make sure we're at least getting something out of Mixler. Speaking of of Mixler. I've been listening to a lot of old It's Super Effective because that's the primary use. If if you if you don't know what to listen to, if you're just bored, if you're maybe newer to It's Super Effective and you're like, I don't know what to, I don't know where to start with the older stuff, you could just turn on the mixer and something's going to be playing. And I, I have to say, after listening to some mixer stuff, I I it was like the 160 to 180 episode range. I always sound like I'm tired, like there's no oomph behind my voice and like oh that that doesn't sound like good <laughs> it was an observation i observed what, what era of episodes was that what was six, 60 to 80 that was that was after our hiatus that was when we came back from our kickstarter we had a hiatus oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a hiatus no but, yeah we did it was uh 150 is when we had joe from Serbian. Yeah, and then wasn't there for that one, but I remember that. Yeah, you, you know, you <laughs> sometimes you have to cut the fat when you're. <laughs> <laughs> well, given the terrible thing I said just like ten minutes ago, I would probably end up saying that to the webmaster of Serapy. <laughs> and then we took what was that? That was probably in like August or something. And then we. The Kickstarter went live, I think, in September, and then we didn't come back until, like, November-ish, I want to say. Mm. Uh, I don't think it was that long. I thought it was just, like, a month. It, I think it was two months. I just remember I could take, like, those really nice Sunday afternoon naps and not have to set an alarm to wake up 
in time to record. <laughs> I could just sleep and sleep and recover from my it's, horrible long It's just long so runs. hard to, to be up at 1 p.m. on a Sunday. <laughs> to oh, dude, you don't even know. I, you know, I ran over seven miles today in 90-degree heat, so I need a little bit of slack. Better, better than I did, which mm. was nothing. Yeah, but you it's not like anyone's forcing you to run. You're doing that of your free uh, will. The Marines are forcing me to because on October 30th, they're going to hold me to task. What on earth could you possibly be talking about? The Marine Corps Marathon. Right. Uh, you, yeah, but you don't like have to do that. Oh, oh dude, I paid like $140 yeah. to be in that race. That's, no refunds. That's the problem. I have to do it. <laughs> that's the problem with races is you have to pay to do them. So like once you pay, you don't get that money back. And it's either I run and make get my money money's worth or i don't run and that money is now down the drain but you know what those medals that they give out for the marine corps marathon are sweet oh they're some of the nicest medals you can get do you have to come in like top 100 to get a nope. medal or no I'll... everybody gets a medal okay because I, I did the color run and the only thing i got was like blue hair dye in my hair yeah but that's only like three miles right yes it was yeah. a 5k i think yeah that's 3.1 or something I, i've never done a 5k well, I think you'd be able to do a 5K pretty easily. I, I mean, I mean, imagine since I did over two of them this just this morning in a row. Um, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm not a fast runner. I'm more of a tank than a DPS when it comes to running. Oh, okay, I understand. So I'm slow and continuous, and I like just hold out to the end, uh, as opposed to somebody who does a lot of damage right up front. But you know. If it, you're in for the long haul, they don't they don't last. So more me, of a road hog than a tracer. No, a tank. I'm a more tank. of a I'm more of a healer when I run. I like to stay in the back and drink as much water as possible. <laughs> you you're, you're the dude at the at the refreshment stand handing out the glasses of Gatorade. Right, right. When I did the color run, which was several years ago, there was only two water stands, and I was just no one wanted was... to play support. It happens every game. <laughs> Why would why would you have a water stand at all in a five? Because when you're running, I didn't, I didn't drink. I, I didn't drink any water at all this morning. Did not take any water with me. Is that mm -hmm. is that that sounds bad? Yeah, I was uh, gonna say that sounds like the opposite of what you should do. You have to weigh the balance. So for me, if it's under ten miles, I don't want to have to carry the weight of water because you have to carry that with you the entire time. Once I hit over ten miles, then I will take water with me, but. Under 10 miles, I don't want to have to have that extra weight. That's why you need to have, like, the kiosk set up so you can stop, grab the cup of water, drink, and keep going. Well, unfortunately, there's no charitable kiosks hanging out. There should be. We should start a Kickstarter for Just popular... Just random kiosks populated popular along the trails of running DC. routes. Yeah. Where kiosks are set up. Well, yeah, I wasn't even doing... For most of my run today, I wasn't even doing a trail. I was going down... Uh, Lowborough, which is around by the Mexican ambassador's residence in the in the reservoir, so that wasn't. I wouldn't have come across a kiosk, anyways. Well, we know Will's still running. Sounds like Travis is still playing Overwatch. Uh, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> All right. Wait, is, I don't there, know is there a I'm not getting any better? Is there a lady character that eats a lot of Doritos in that game with headphones on? Kind of. Yes and no. There is. A character in that game who is who a the pro gamer. Have, yeah, the, the character is supposed to be a professional gamer and she like 
operates a mech in the game. And so because she's a pro gamer, the fan base in their artwork of her often depict her guzzling Mountain Dew and and eating a lot of Doritos. So yes it, and no, there is that character, but... It's really stereotypical, but it's also kind of funny. <laughs> you don't play that game, Steve. I've I've played enough of that game to Oh, know. did you Redbox it? No, I, I was in the beta. I was in the early beta before they gave beta access to everyone, so I probably put about 20 hours in. Oh, intriguing. And the beta was the full game. They're, they didn't change anything when they released the game. Right. Besides, like, reset your stats. How'd you get in on that? You just pre-ordered it on Amazon. And then they gave it to you, I think, on, like, Monday. And then they gave everyone else access on Thursday. And then they extended it, like, an extra couple days. So I played the entire time. Wait, so I you you got it. You pre-ordered on Amazon. You yes. played the beta. Uh-huh. And then you said, this game is not for me. And you canceled your order. You're 100% right. Wow. That's like, almost like stealing. If the game would be for me if it was twenty bucks, but it's sixty dollars on PS4, and there's just not enough content. There's not enough game there. Yeah, even the f- I like it a lot. I've put about thirty-ish hours, thirty, thirty-five hours into it, and everyone has said this and has already said it more eloquently than I have. But even on PC, forty dollars seems like a strange price to pay for a game with two game modes for just play the game or play the game with little wacky rules thrown <laughs> in like eventually they're or gonna have a- zone control like those are your only two modes yeah. they do um every week they add it they they don't add they rotate out different game modes like the one that was i don't remember what the one is like right now but the one last week was mystery heroes so every time you died it would resurrect you as a different hero that you couldn't switch out of so they have like little they call them brawls similar to how hearthstone has the tavern brawl that switch out every week but but just like that and then the normal quick play seems like a little sparse it it doesn't really matter to me just because i find it to be a good game to play after a day of doing whatever it's a good (laughs) game to wind down for me so i don't really care but if i were not already inclined towards that type of game i would be a little weirded out by the price tag especially on consoles well somebody should do like a research project because i think you can pretty easily say nowadays that if something's a triple a game it's going to be 60 dollars. period right triple a has to be 60 dollars. even if it's going to come with expansions later those expansions cost more money but it didn't always used to be that way like games were really priced more towards like what the projected demand was going to be. And there was a lot of variation in the pricing of games. But now it's like it doesn't matter if you're a five hour game or a hundred hour game. If you're a triple A game, then you're sixty dollars. So somebody figure out what day and date that occurred and what was the uh, what is it? The it was the release of it? the iToy for the PlayStation 2. Everything just <laughs> went downhill from there. I mean, I'm I don't really care how much a game cost per content there and that sounds hypocritical from what i just said earlier but like i played paid twenty dollars for firewatch and firewatch is a very short experience and not much changes in it and then you know i I complained because overwatch was sixty dollars and the only difference between the sixty dollars on ps4 and the forty dollars on pc was there was i think six or eight exclusive skins 
and to well, me that's worth twenty dollars yeah right that's now. that's not worth like give me the forty dollar option on ps4 i probably would have been more likely to buy it also as as will elegantly put it earlier in episodes i am a game gobbler i gobbled my 20 to 25 hours in the beta knowing that if i paid 40 more or 60 more dollars i would get exactly what i just consumed and i felt good after like i felt it was like I got what I wanted to in the beta. Like, yes, I could continue paying. I could continue to play this, but I don't want to pay that much money to continue to play this. Like, if it was in front of me, yeah, I'd play it. I'd have fun. It's a shooter. Great. Cool. But, like, I have other stuff to play, and I am one that I appreciate the the search, like, the grind. The I, I want that carrot on a stick, and there's none of that in Overwatch. You don't get you don't get that rush when you get a loot box and you level up and you hear. <laughs> I don't know, like the costumes are cool, but they don't do it. Like it's not the same as a new gun in Destiny where the perks are different and it's like, oh, I have four auto rifles, but this auto rifle has this perk, which may or may not be better, but it's still something that I could shuffle through. And, no, like, I get what yeah, you're saying. And, and, sarcastic. But I mean, like Steve is, is a sucker for like, they, he just pours his money into the most ridiculous things because right. Travis, you don't pay attention to destiny. So you don't know this, but they've announced like they're returning one of the most popular uh, rocket launchers to destiny Gallahorn. Um, but like, if you have a, a pre-order or something special, it's like, you can get the black Gallahorn that oh, yeah. everybody else can't have. And Steve is like, I'm, I've already written my check cause I've got to have the black one. Oh, it's paid I for. I've have- already, it, it's pre-ordered. Okay. Steve, I was actually looking at destiny on the Xbox one just the other day and guess how much all current destiny content everything even with the special pre-order upgrades and everything i think it's all on sale this week because of their announcement it's like thirty dollars for everything thirty dollars for everything and then how much for all the add-ons the special class items and etc oh i don't know those are probably another like 20 40 so it comes to 40 for everything yeah and how much did you pay to get everything oh easily you know (laughs) 100 i I probably put like (laughs) five hundred dollars into destiny because of oh all the God. all the dances um yeah i mean i've put a ton of money into destiny because i you know got the ps4 for it and the vita for it but i've also i've also approached 1600 hours into destiny so the dollar to hour ratio i think is is was worth my wild there are other games with dollar to hour ratios if you're if it really is five hundred dollars that you spent and sixteen hundred hours that you put in, that's still three dollars, three point two dollars an hour, which that's an expensive arcade cabinet. <laughs> oh, wow. But the memories, Travis. The the mem uh Pokemon <laughs> is a thing. <laughs> how much of that how much right of that there. how much of that previous conversation is just gonna get cut? I thought it was good. Spending like 40 minutes talking about how much money we spend on video games. It was about 15 minutes. I was looking at the timer because we had three minutes of you uh, slipping up before we went into. <laughs> sounds right. Three minutes of rings a bell. Potty mouth. And there's only like there's only like 15 of our 15 listeners that heard it, and we have quite a bit of listeners. So that's a very small, very small uh, market. All right, let's start off with some Pokemon news. 
Uh, we will start off with the Zoro of po- Pokemon, Zygarde. Wait, no, Zoroark is the Zoro of Pokemon. Uh, does Zoroark draw Zs on things when it, gets, it shoots boom. off its... It does. I don't think it does. With what move? You just don't know Zoroark as well as I do. No, Zygarde is the Zoro. The masked... I don't even know what Zoro's catchphrase is. The masked Avenger? He says, hey, I've got a sword. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what? You're going to get cut up. There, uh, there was a YouTube... Was it a YouTube video? It was a premiered at the Taiwan National Championships. Which they had? That's what I was confused they about. Ha- Were they, they canceled? Have, no, that was the Chi- that was the Hong Kong. Oh, footage yeah. of footage of Zygarde ten percent form and Zygarde complete form in Pokemon Sun and Moon has been revealed. Originally aired at the 2016 Taiwan Pokemon Video Game National Championships, which has been uploaded to the official Japanese YouTube channel, Pokemon YouTube channel, the official Japanese YouTube channel, all now, of Japan. I think it's on the English channel now too. Okay. Yeah. Zygarde 10% form was shown using moves Thousand Waves and Thousand Arrows. These moves exist in the code in Generation 6, but they are currently unobtain- unobtainable. When at low HP, Zygarde 10% form... Which, what is 10%? Is that the dog? The doggy. Okay. Uh, 10% form. Ability Swarm chain... Uh, when at low HP, Zygarde 10% forms ability swarm change activates, changing it into complete form and restoring HP. Zygarde complete form was shown using a new move called Core Enforcer. This move has a long animation which Zygarde raises into the air, prepares energy orbs at its chest, and then shoots down a B and draws a Z shape on top of the target, which then bursts into fire. While the type has not been revealed, it was a super... Effective damage to a guard chomp. Oh, so it's obviously ice. <laughs> or fly? Is flying good against ground? No, um, it would be either ice or dragon. It's 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 probably a dragon type move. Honestly, probably yeah. But, or or if we're getting really, it, it could be one of the. I mean, we've seen with Gen Six, we saw moves like freeze dry and flying press that are a, a bit of a strange take on how super effective works or even how move typing works so could even be something like that is 10% form the the one that stay or not 10% complete form that's like the robot one yeah got it with like the snake head as its chest yep yeah um, 50 percent is the one that we know and love from x and y oh yeah it's okay. like a salamander mm-hmm. with with a, a strange Headdress, um, ten percent. It looks like a cobra. The Arbok. Yeah, of yeah. Legendaries. I was, I was gonna. Yeah, you're right. I can. I'll just leave. That is definitely no. Ten percent uh, is the dog cell. There is like a little amoeba, yeah. and then there's Core's eye guard, which is like another amoeba-looking one, and then complete is the Robo. Got it's it. not actually a robot, but it is. It evokes. It evokes, um, like, Max. Yeah. yeah, and if anybody hasn't watched the footage from the Taiwan National Championships, I recommend it just because it's obviously the first reveal of that ability that converts 10% form into complete form, and the hype in that room was so real. There's someone going just... like, oh! 
no, no, no. The whole the whole room. Like you yeah. can it's like you can hear like hundreds of people who are like shocked that this is happening in front of them. <laughs> it's amazing. It's like infectious too, because then you get all hyped for like super Zygarde. And then you start you shed a little tear because Zygarde never got got his game. Well, we only really have these two articles, the Zygarde one and the one I'm about to talk about. So light on news, except the two news articles we have are kind of important. I think Zygarde's still important. Zygarde's still relevant. Still relevant, yeah. There will be, after we finish this podcast, E3 will be starting. I believe it starts at 3 p.m. Central Time, and I opens up with EA, and then I think Ubisoft is later tonight, and then tomorrow, of course, it being Microsoft, Sony, and then on Tuesday, Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo will have their Treehouse of Horror. Yep. So we'll probably get more Pokemon news. I'm I confident we'll get a new trailer for Sun and Moon. I'm also I'm also confident that they're gonna say Pokemon Go beta for everyone starting like this week. I feel like they're gonna do that. Especially do you think there's a chance that they don't even mention Pokemon Go because they don't want to confuse people. You get people confused between Sun and Moon and Pokemon Go. Maybe, but like Pokemon Go has to come out before Sun and Moon, right? Like that yes. that is the that is the hype train for the summer leading people to go like, Oh yeah, Pokemon's cool again. Let's get a three DS. And also who got invited to this beta? It wasn't me. It wasn't Travis. It wasn't Will. Well, I don't have a th- any phone that can play that game, so <laughs> I feel like no one got invited. Uh, clearly people got invited. A lot of people I know's friends got invited to it. Yeah, that's the way I heard it. I got a friend who got invited, but I didn't. Yeah, I was talking to Alan from my other podcast. I do the Tuesday night podcast. And he was like, how's the Pokemon Go beta? And I was like, I didn't I didn't get in. He's like, what do you mean you didn't get in? And I was like, I signed up like everyone else and I didn't get in. And he's like, oh, my uh, my friend so and so got in. And I was like, that's all I ever hear is my friend got in. I think a lot of people are claiming they got in, but <laughs> it's not true. Yeah. I mean, it's not the end of the world. I, I just think it's I, I just think it's funny because there were a lot of people very excited to get in and the the ratio to people who got in to people who wanted to get in is very off. That's how betas work. Oh yeah. Unless you're Overwatch, then you pay up front for the beta and then you cancel after you get in. Um all right, the big news here. Cora Cora. It's this little magazine in Japan. I love I'm sure that Cora Cora has a purpose other than showing showing Pokemon things when a new game is coming out. But it's weird that in the unless unless it does reveals for other games that I don't know about, it's weird to me that in the West it's only known as that magazine that will occasionally show Pokemon things. Because I don't even know what that magazine is about. Is it a is it a video game magazine? Or is it just a magazine about something else that occasionally talks about Pokemon? I, is it just Pokemon? I, I, I think it's one of those, like, it's kind of like, um, I'm probably going to say this the wrong way. Nick but like, Magazine? Nickelodeon Magazine? Maybe. I was going to say, like, Teen Beat or Tiger Beat, where it's like some of it is fan service for video games, not that kind of a beat. It's oh. more like a news reporter's beat, sir. And they'll have, like, manga... You think you're funny. Oh, we're hilarious. I don't think I know. They'll have like some manga episodes because, you know, a lot of manga is delivered episodically. And then like Shonen Jump, 
right? That has yeah, like yeah. manga snippets. So I think it's that kind of a thing because like, you know, I, cause I'm, I'm also familiar with Caro Caro Ace, which does a lot of the reveals of the Bushi road and the Bushi road card fight Vanguard. I know uh, mangas. Road? Say that again. Is that the sequel to Crossy Road? No. Oh, Crossy Road's so good. No, stop. This is Pokemon time. <laughs> um, did you know? Did you know that Bushiroad owns New Japan Pro Wrestling? That just I didn't blew know what Bushiroad was. They make I only know Vanguard. I only know Bushy Road because of Gen Con. Well, they own New Japan Pro Wrestling. Anyways, back to magazines. I think there are several magazines in Japan that are kind of like corporate mouthpieces or have exclusive contracts to reveal information for various corporate entities. Okay. All right. In, in this manner. I got, I got two thoughts on Korokora. One is we only see two to four pages of Korokora every month. I would yeah. be very curious what the rest of that magazine looks like. <laughs> Maybe even like the cover of it. I have no clue. What is their have somebody, logo? Have somebody in Japan mail you a copy. Yeah, I should. I should ask. I should ask Andrew. Two. <laughs> point two is the the initial person only one person in japan has a is a camera on their cell phone and they kind of take <laughs> bad pictures every month i don't know who you know korokoro photographer is that sends these over to bulbapedia and cerebi and you know all these other internet outlets get but, yourself a dslr dude but why do why does it? Why is it only one picture? Why do we only have one picture of the page? Why? Why is this person not taking two or three pictures? Get us some different angles. Get us some good lighting. Maybe outside by the pond. Maybe maybe invest in a scanner. Yeah, I just I don't understand what's going on here. What? Wh- why are we living in this year two thousand of taking pictures of magazines? I don't understand. I just don't get it. It's the it's the modern equivalent to the camcorder let's play. <laughs> it just like reminds me of like somebody sitting in a movie theater with a camcorder just recording the movie. Like they're all digital now. Just you know, ask the guy who's making seven fifty an hour if you can get the flash drive. Oh no, dude, the projector people's union, the union of projectionists, uh-uh. They make a ton of money. Not the it- not not not, you know, sixteen year old 750 an hour guy that's flipping turn on when that dude is not running the projector i guarantee it <laughs> all right all trust right. me yeah find yourself somebody who runs a projector for movie theaters you'll find out what a scam that is yeah right. projectionists make more money than like the person cleaning popcorn or whatever okay learning something new here all right more importantly back to cora cora we were complaining about this for a reason this month's cora cora revealed two new pokemon uh these are uh, these have to be japanese names these cannot be the English names because they're not punny enough to the animals they represent. The first one is uh, Nikorora and Iwanko. Iwanko doesn't it doesn't even matter. They're, wow, they're gonna change. Nekoala. There's no and L in Nekorara. I saw an L in there. No, it's N E K K O A R A. Oh well, I think because in in Japanese they don't have the L sound. So there's just no distinction between the R and L sound. Yeah, yeah. I see. All right. So it, so it would almost like because isn't it more of like a oh the isn't the R slash L sound like the strange love child of R L and D? So it would be like Nekoara, something probably like that? something along those lines. Very similar to the to the short R in Portuguese. I I think. All right. 
<laughs> we broke Steve. Yep. <laughs> and then the other one's a dog. Cool. Yep. I'll, I'll forget the these. koala one is the good one. I've already forgotten these names. I will. I can't even remember what the starters' names in Japan were. That are is now Populio, Litten, and Rotlet. I don't even know what the original Japanese. Oh name. yeah, those were like really long and difficult to understand. Um. So the dog. Let's start with the dog. The let's start with the koala. The good one. The good one. The koala is a normal type Pokemon. It has the ability Sure Sleeper. It's a cool ability. The new one. Travis will explain what it does in a second here. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is known for dreaming. It is known as the dreaming Pokemon. It appears to be based on a koala. It's one foot eight inches American height. It weighs 20 American pounds. It's Oh, and uh, Travis will let you know what the ability does. Yeah, I, I'm... If I remember right, I'll look it up and correct myself later if I'm wrong. But if I remember it correctly, the only status effect that can affect it is sleep. So it's immune to poison, paralysis, burn, freeze. It's it's just it's it's a little sleepy guy. And I thought, I thought that it's like it was considered to be perpetually asleep. So actually, even the sleep status condition wouldn't affect it because it's considered to already be asleep. No, but I think yes. it can go to sleep. Yeah, it can go to sleep. It just can't be paralyzed or poisoned or... Um. Yeah, the ability Sure Sleeper uh, prevents it from being afflicted by status conditions other than sleep. Aha! Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the dog is a rock-type Pokemon. This is the the little dog that we saw in the second trailer of Sun and Moon, the one that was right outside the house when the trainer left the house. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the second trailer, but yeah. Well, it was the special Koro Koro trailer. Yeah, it was a special Koro Koro trailer. It wasn't like the second English trailer. It has the ability Keen Eye uh, and Vital Spirit. Abilities Keen Eye and Vital Spirit. It is known as the Puppy Pokemon. It appears to be based on a dog. It is one <laughs> foot, four inches tall, weighs 44 pounds. The Pokemon previously, yeah, it appeared in the other trailer. Keen Eye, what is that? You can't, Sand Attack doesn't work? Yeah, you the your accuracy cannot be lowered, um, and then Vital Spirit prevents um, sleep. It may you can't fall asleep. So it's the opposite of sure sleep in a way. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm assuming these are your two Pokemon that appear early on. Well, I guess oh, probably so? yeah, like two that. Uh, well, then they they'll need to add in a bird, but right, yeah, but yeah, I mean when when they showed Fletching and. Whatever other Pokemon it was, like those were the two you saw early on: Watch Hog and, um, well, Pat Rat, I should say, and Patrat, Lillipup, and yep. uh, who was the birdie? Pidov. Pidov. Hey, remember, remember this old? It's super effective meme. A Lillipup, Lillipup, a Lillipup. No, don't remember that. Sorry, don't remember. Remember last week when I said. I bet these new legendary Pokemon will have alternative forms. Well, Solgaleo has a, an alternative form known as Rising Phase, in which it is described being like the sun. In this phase... <laughs> in this I don't phase, know what's funnier, the fact that as the Pokemon that's supposed to be the sun is described as being like the sun in a different form, or the fact that a... Pokemon that is that or the fact that like the Bulba News or or whatever you're reading off of article uh described 
the new dog Pokemon, which is listed as the puppy Pokemon, as being dog-like in appearance. <laughs> well, because it's rock type, so yeah, it's cool. That's maybe rock. it's like uh, a Bonesley or something. I feel like this. Or there's a Bonesley. This this puppy is going to turn into like a Digger's Bee of like, whoa! I didn't expect that. Did you just say what is a Bonesley? Yeah, what is that? It's the thing that's the pre-evolution of Sudowoodo. Bo- that's Bonsley. I s- Bonesley, Bonsley, it's all the same. Oh, Lord. It doesn't have an E. It's not like a, it's not like a, a rejected Undertale character. How do you, how do you say <laughs> the, um, the name of the, the band of the guy he sings by himself and he's from Wisconsin and he uses a, a French name for his band? Bon Iver. Yes. But that's that, because he's French. You don't call it Bon Iver. Yeah, no, he's not French. He's American. He's from well, whatever. He, the, the, the name is French. I don't so know. It means like good winter or whatever, because apparently people like winter, which is absurd. It's the worst season. Agreed. So Galio has an alternative form known as the rising phase. I don't think that counts as an alternative form. In this phase, it appears more radiant and its color... Colored accents become more yellow. So Galio is seen in this phase during the animation for its signature move, Sunstrike. Uh, this information's off Bulbapedia. Bulbapedia, by the way. Lunala has a alternative form known as the Full Moon phase, in which it's said to, in which it's said to call the moon. In this phase, its wings glow white, highlighted with the skeletal structure. Lunala is seen in this phase during the animation for its signature moon move, Moongeist Beam. I don't think that's a form change like we think of form change where it actually changes the stats of the Pokemon. I think it's just a, a cosmetic change to their I mean, appearance as they're about to perform a certain attack or something. You're probably right, but like at this point with Kyrium form and Shaman form and... Which all change the stats of the A million the Genesect forms and... Giratina's form and Deoxys' form. Is there precedent for a Pokemon with a form change that's purely cosmetic? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. Uh, But uh, these things have to have alternative forms. Like, what main series legendary Pokemon have we gotten that haven't gone down this road? Right, but all of them... Zygarde, Xerneas, Zygarde has like 17 forms! Not... Yet, <laughs> Xerneas and Aveltal don't have alternate forms. Uh, do they not? They do not. One looks like a shiny bacon, though. Oh, that's I'm so tired of you making fun of my bird of destruct destruction. Bacon of destruction. Magirna, that's a Pokemon that still exists here, has a new ability called Soul Heart, which can raise its special attack stat. The trigger is not currently known. It can l- learn a new move called Fleur Cannon. Floral. Fleur. Fleur Cannon. There's somebody in Remember in Potter. Uh, Harry, Harry yeah. Potter how there is the French girl Fleur de Liqueur? Yeah. Yes, Fleur. And then finally, a special Pokemon Geole disc will include a QR code to obtain Magirna in Pokemon Sun and Moon. This Magirna will be level 50, have the ability Soul Heart, know the moves Fleur, Fleur Cannon. Flash Cannon, Lucky Chant, and Helping Hand. I'm going to continue my trend in the last few episodes of interrupting you to correct a thing I said a little earlier. Uh, Keldeo is a Pokemon that has two forms that are purely cosmetic in their differences. Wait. Resolution, no. Resolution form changes the stats? I don't believe it does. 
oh, sir, let me get on the internet to dispute this. (laughs) Oh, yeah, like Landorus and them have different forms. Yeah, but those are different. They also change stats. I know, I just, like every legendary mythical Pokemon has a million forms. It's fine. It's whatever. It's just, it, it, it gets confusing at some point because those... Because these forms, like they, they, they don't follow a certain pattern, right? I'm yeah, I don't so... think there's any difference between resolute form and whatever you would call the normal. Well, then what's the point of having resolute form? Because it's cool that if you get the right move on it, it changes its appearance and it's a little yeah. That's that's the secret big... sword. It's like a little like ooh. The big question here is what's the there? point? Does it change its ability? Nope. I mean, I could be wrong, but I but I'm pretty sure if memory serves, I haven't. It's been a while since I've had any competitive team that had a Keldeo on it. And it do- and as you- if you're playing against a Keldeo, I don't remember having to remember any difference when it- if it is in Resolute or-, or the ordinary form when fighting against it. So, On the TCG, Keldeo can rush in. Yes, I guess it's, um, <laughs> it's just uh, it learns, it-, it gets the move Secret Sword. I- that's just so whatever. Mm. Yeah, Keldeo had like the worst Pokemon movie of all. So there you go. That's I mean, it, make, it makes sense. It makes sense. You know what else makes sense? That we're done with news and we should take a break. When we come back, we have I got three emails pulled up. I have some I have some pin debacle that we can talk about, and then our Pokemon of the week. And we are back. Sometimes the breaks are long. Sometimes they are not. Uh, let's do some emails here. If you want to send us an email, you can do so. SBJ at PKMNCast.com. You can also go to PokemonPodcast.com. Hit that contact button. Two ways to email. Whichever way is easier for you. We'll read any and all emails eventually. Let's go through our emails. This one is from Chris C. Hi, SBJ, Will, Travis, and anyone else that could be on at this moment. I'm a young listener. As in the seventh grade, I listen to your show as often as I can. I have been interested in Pokemon since I was two when I first saw it on TV. All I remember is that since then, I've been saving up all my allowance for cars, toys, and games. The latter was kind of difficult until I got a my Nintendo 2DS and Pokemon Y, which I still play. I have one question that I would appreciate you being answered on the show. I was wondering which type you think has the most Pokemon without looking it up online. Thanks for reading. Chris from Michigan. Mm. It's either water or normal. I know the answer, and I didn't look it up. I'm going to guess water. Yeah, it is water. I actually don't know what the second most. I think the second most might be normal. Flying has to be up there, too. Yeah, but most flying types are normal, so... Right, yep. Right. There's a lot of normal Pokemon that, like Jigglypuff, well, well, they're also normal fairy. 
But you have your, like your Pidgeys, your Rattatas, your Bidoofs, your Stoutlands, Lillipups, Patrats. Are, are you just going to list all of the normal type <laughs> Pokemon? Because we can, we'll be here a while. That would be quite the episode. Are we correct? Before we move on, we better actually make sure that we're right that water is the most populous type. Ooh, it actually might be normal. Ooh. Oh, no. Then Will wins. I'm on this Bulbapedia article, so I, I don't know. The abundance of Pokemon type combinations. It says, well, this doesn't seem right. Because they're separating it out by, it says normal has 60, but normal flying has 23. So just straight, if we're looking at a straight single type Pokemon, normal has the most in 60. If we're looking at straight water type Pokemon, it's number two with 58. And then straight grass type Pokemon has 33. But then that's not taking in uh, account like flying bug. There are 14 flying bugs. 20 pure fighting. 23 normal flying. This is a very detailed chart. It's very scientific, yeah. 26 straight electric, 15 straight fairy, 3 dragon dark, 2 ice dark, 1 ice dragon. What's the 1 ice dragon? Is that Curium? Curium. Yes. 0 electric psychic. I think the zeros are more exciting. 0 electric dark, 0 electric psychic, 0 fire fairy, 0 fire grass. Oh, that would be cool. Grass fire? Yeah. You could be like a savannah Pokemon. Zero steel ice. Zero ghost fairy. I don't know fairy. what fire and grass has to do with a city in Georgia. <laughs> no bug fairy. No bug dark. No bug dragon. No bug ice. No bug psychic. Wow, that's a lot of types that could be done. No rock electric. No rock ghost. Really? No rock. Nope, no ghostly ro- there's a ghost ground in the form of oh Golurk and yeah that's what i was thinking of no ground fairy no poison fairy poison fire nope poison steel nope fighting fairy nope fighting ghost nope normal ice normal dragon normal dark that's all a no normal rock normal bug normal ghost also a no there's a lot of types there's dark. no dark fairy type Pokemon, so we're not going to get the Pokemon equivalent to the Neopets video game on the <laughs> PlayStation 2, the darkest fairy. No fire ice. I don't know how that would work, but... I mean, we got fire water. Yeah, so but that would make enough. sense, because it's like steam. Does it? Yeah, steam. It's like Obama snow, like grass, ice. That makes sense, because it's like a tree, like a winter tree. Well, you got me there. Well, Kiram W could have been Fire Ice, but they decided not to do that. Right, yeah. What a uh, good question though. I am a, I am amazed at how many types don't have don't exist. Like Fighting Fairy. And I'm glad that for a 7th grader we can provide a level of appropriate humor coming from Travis. <laughs> You're never going to let me live that joke down. <laughs> nah. We'll probably for, we'll probably forget by next week, but yep. <laughs> uh, Luke B writes in in all caps, hey, the Shaman Giratina movie is so good. Sorry for that. I am Luke, by the way. You guys are my favorite Pokemon podcast to listen to by far. Uh, much better than insert bad Pokemon podcast here. I'm not making that. That's what it says. So you guys. Can I mean, that, that, that seemed, it, the thing about that show is you'd expect them to at least come up with a title. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, Will is my favorite co-host, not saying I don't like Travis or Logan, 
No, I get it. <laughs> Question. It's, it's, it's fair. <laughs> Question. Do any of you play Pokin or Smash and will be willing to play? I know Will plays Destiny. I know you will play Destiny with the PS... Hashtag PS4-less. Uh, I started listening to you guys around episode 160, and you got me to play Pokemon, and you all got me to play Pokemon Shuffle, yet I never got into it and quit the day. I quit one day in. In my opinion, Pokemon Ranger is one of the most underrated spin-off games in the Pokemon universe, or should I say the multiverse. The game is so good. If you yep. haven't played it, in my opinion, it's one of the best games. Isn't there like four Ranger games? Uh, you got your shadows yeah. of Almia. You got your guardian signs. You got your original Pokemon Ranger, which I don't think had a subtitle. And, I, and that, those are the only ones I remember. In my opinion, it is the best because of so many features, and it's ex- extremely fun. Back in has extremely fun back in time missions, and make it so much more fun that you should try it. Thanks for reading. One last thing: keep up the good work. So the Pokemon Ranger, we were talking about this on Twitter, but the Pokemon Ranger games have gotten re-released for the Wii U Virtual Console. Um, I know they have been in Europe, but I don't know if they have been in the States. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if they were announced this week. That would be sweet. Except um, no special missions, so you can't get the Manaphy Egg. I don't know, they might find a way to edit or fix that, because they definitely did that for uh, Red and Blue and mm-hmm. Yellow. But I, I, I don't, I guess, what, what's the point? Because you can download Manaphy right now. Yes, exactly. There's, there's really no point to it. Right. All right, last question here is from uh, Tantabus? Dude, it's in front of you. I have no idea. <laughs> That's what I'm going with. It sounds my, like a word. My apologies if I slaughtered your name. They write in, you wake up with a pounding headache after a night of drinking an unhealthy amount of pokey potions. You don't know where you are, and you are approached by four Pokemon, a Gardevoir, a Jinx, a Lopunny, and a Braxen, each of them carrying an egg. They all claim to have bred with your ditto. This is getting weird. You may... It just sounds like a typical Saturday morning. <laughs> you may choose one egg to raise as your own. Which one do you choose, and which one do you send to the distorted dimension? May Arceus have mercy on their souls. What was what were my options again? Uh, Gardevoir, Jinx, Lopunny, and Brexen. Brexen. Why would I send any of them to the Distortion World? Well, you can only pick one. That means the other ones you know you don't know what happened to. Why can I only pick one? I I have a sufficient income and I'm a responsible adult. <laughs> hey, I I didn't I write have the a team of six. Yeah, Travis, you go first because I'm I'm completely emotionally wrecked by this question. Gardevoir is a cool Pokemon. And it does lead to a lot of options, right? Because you could, that egg could turn into a uh, Garda dude. Um, what's his name? I can't, it's like I'm having a brain freeze. Galade. Galad. Could turn into a Galad. I remember. Garman and Garwoman, my two favorite Pokemon. <laughs> I said Garda dude. There's, I was listening to the Mixler. We've come full circle. And there was, it was, I think it was like episode 112 or 113. It was when we first started talking about fairy type or, or maybe even prior to that. And I remember Travis being slightly upset because yep. Gardevoir would become a fairy type. Yeah. But I, I think if I like it now, I've, I, I've come around. <laughs> fairy's a cool, fairy's a really, really cool type. One of my favorites. Not... I mean, it's no ice type, but it's good. I just, I don't remember things well. 
How am I supposed to remember new type effectivenesses, effective knees? I, I mean, I'm with you. Mostly about the million different forms Pokemon can have now. Uh, no. If I was to pick one of these eggs, it would probably be the Braxen because I like Delphox and I like Fennekin a lot. Uh, I'd go for probably Lopunny because Mega Lopunny is real cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, we didn't answer. It's uh, a fighting type. Yep. Yep. We, the previous email asked if we played Smash or Pokin. Oh, we played Pokin. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, if if enough people wanted to get together and play Pokin one night, I'd be all for that. But I don't, I don't play Pokin just nightly. I don't have a Wii U. I've come, I've come to terms with I've I've reached my quota and how good I could be at Pokin, and it's not very good. <laughs> I, I'm really bad. I just button mash in that game. I don't even try. <laughs> Give me Gengar, and and I'll, that's all I go for. Go to town with that. Oh, but I I actually did pretty well with Chandelure too. Too. Chandler's, well. Yeah, Chandler's cool. You can't can't complain with that Pokemon. All right, let's jump over to PokemonCenter.com. Let's talk about Ooh, some Pokemon. Do we have an item of the week? We have no, an item of the week. You said that there was a scandal. Uh, it's not really a scandal. Not not a lot of these pins have reviews, uh, but the Team Rocket logo Zubat Rattata Pokemon pin. It is a three pack for eighteen ninety nine. They have some reviews are you gonna give us the link so i can read it in a funny voice yeah yeah i'll send it over where where is where where there it is we have so many versions of this chat open <laughs> we had a lot of technical difficulties before the show uh still jolteon watch still no jolteon pin <laughs> in the store i will uh i will read the first review here Lovely Pins by Ariel N. Quotation Mew from California. Just got these today and I love them. They are pretty nice size and the Pika-shaped pin holder is a nice touch too. The only thing I can complain about is the lack of Meowth in this set since it's THE Team Rocket Pokemon. Still awesome pins and I'm surely buying another set too. Five out of five Pokeballs. I'm just... I'm just spoiled by how good that review was last week yeah yeah by good, i mean great i don't think we're gonna top it but travis you want to read the other review here yeah i'll read the name last because that's the only funny part this is a four out of five pokeballs review one out of three people found it helpful these are great pin collections i just wish that with the team rocket logo they included the pokemon from the show coughing and ekans otherwise these are awesome and that's by Dunkmaster 3, the Pokemaster. <laughs> it's weird that a... Okay. I want to like these pins. But when you're selling me three pins for $19... Ooh, and one of them is just an R. That's, that's, that's hard to swallow. It doesn't even have multiple colors. It's just like a Ooh. kind of pinkish R. <laughs> well, do you want to read the bullet points and how they're trying to sell you this? Uh, are you down with Team Rocket? Grab this awesome Pokemon pin three pack featuring the Team Rocket logo and two of Team Rocket's favorite Pokemon. Number one, Team Rocket team pack with team logo and the Pokemon Zubat and Rattata. Number two, official Pokemon pins. Number three, three, Pokemon Center original. Uh, Recommended age, six years and up. Country of origin made in China. Material type zinc, alloy, hard enamel. 
Item weight, 0.1 American pounds. Item dimensions, 0.25 American inches. Seven American inches height, 3.8 American inches length. I really, really doubt that these are seven American inches tall. Probably the box. Really? Warning, choking hazard, small parts, (laughs) not for children under three years. Functional sharp sharp points. points. Pin contains functional sharp points. Not for children. Ooh, we're seven and up now. <laughs> now it's not for children under four years. Because like at three, you can choke. At, at three, you you know like I shouldn't swallow a thing that's gonna kill me. But you don't know I shouldn't poke a thing into me that will. <laughs> I shouldn't poke hurt myself. Me. It says functional sharp points. Not for children under four. And then above it says recommended age six years and up. Would you? I. I think just because of the mature themes. Yes, those five-year-olds are in the gray zone. I, I know a lot of two-year-olds and three-year-olds. I can't... I don't know... I haven't been around a six-year-old in a while, and clearly in, in two to three years, I will be around a six-year-old because kids, spoiler, they their age gets older with time. But... <laughs> would you, Would you give... A pin to just a... spoiled the ending of kids. Okay. All right. Would you give a pin to a six-year-old? I feel like that's still kind of dangerous because um, pins are pretty sharp. Okay, so the issue isn't the kids themselves; it's it's the parents, and there are a lot of really dumb parents out there because it does not take any kind of education to have a baby, but to actually <laughs> raise one properly takes a little bit of intelligence. So that gap, we know that we know this narrative, that gap is where people are using the team rocket pins to hold the diaper together. Um, So, hmm, that's what you got to watch out for. I also don't think like a six year old would be that enthralled with a pin. Like, yeah, you could put on their bag and they probably would leave it alone. But I feel like they're short attention span would be okay i got the pen now i don't care moving on to the next toy in line also why is yeah, it what's too bad it do? In... can i plug it into my skylanders and have it fight why is it a zubat and a rattata why is it not a coughing or an ekans well because... okay 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 i have a little bone to pick with that particular argument because team rocket changes out their like the Pokemon that they use as the generations go on. So honestly, if you really wanted the core Pokemon that they truly love and feel are part of their team, you'd want a Wobbuffet and a Meowth because Wobbuffet keeps coming back. I don't think it's and... supposed to be the Team Rocket from the anime. I think it's supposed to be Team Rocket from Generations 1 and 2, oh. and they would often use Rotata and Zubat. There's also that. You are correct. Yeah, but aren't you going for mass appeal? No. Apparently not. <laughs> Clearly not. All right. Pokemon of the Week. Uh, This week's Pokemon of the Week is Stoutland. The normal type Pokemon. The big hearted. The normal type Pokemon. (laughs) The big hearted Pokemon as the Pokedex claims. It evolves from Hurtier, which evolves from Lillipup. It is, well, Lillipup I feel like is the original puppy Pokemon. But, I agree. But now getting passed up from this new Generation 7, the hot stuff's coming in and pushing Lillipup and Stoutland off to the side. And it was my first shiny Lillipup? I ever caught. No, uh, well, I, yeah, I caught it as a Lillipup, but I evolved it into a Stoutland. 
Interesting. Stoutland is a canine Pokemon with a talent for rescuing people lost at sea. What? Wait a second. Can Stoutland learn surf? Uh, possibly. I think it can actually. It can, it yeah. I just scrolled down. All right, fair enough. Well, let's continue reading. Uh, Stoutland is a canine Pokemon with a talent for rescuing people lost at sea or in the mountains. On its face, it has a cream. It has cream-colored fur that forms voluminous white-tipped plumes and a three-point crest. The plumes are so long that they run the length of its body and bunch close to it. It has a toughy. It has toughy pointed ears with blue insides, a black nose surrounded by the short black whiskers, and small eyes that are nearly hidden behind its facial fur. Its body is covered with shaggy fur that is dark blue along the back and grayish blue towards the legs. This fur is thick enough to protect itself against freezing temperatures. Its face and paws are light brown, and each paw has three toes with white claws. Blue paw pads can be seen. On each paw in the Pokedex 3D Pro app. Product placement there. 50% male, 50% female. Travis has a moveset. Stalin is a really cool Pokemon. Um, specifically because it gets access to Sand Rush. Which is an ability that makes it so that... Well, first you're immune to the effects of Sandstorm. You're immune to the damaging effects of Sandstorm. But more importantly, your speed is doubled under... Sandstorm. So what you can do is run Stoutland in a sand team with a choice band. So your speed goes from the normal 80, which isn't that great, uh, to 160 when you're under Sandstorm, which is a lot. Um, and your attack is already 110, which is quite good. So slap a choice band on there, and you're not only going to be outspeeding a lot of Pokemon, but you're going to be one-hit KOing a lot of them, um, even a lot of walls too because you're just dishing out so much damage um for evs as uh, so you're gonna do an adamant nature with 252 evs and attack and speed uh for in hp or defense or something and then in terms of moves you want return uh just for the um highest base attack normal move you can get your hands on uh crunch so i guess in going into crunch and the other moves the other ones will just give you better type coverage and since we're doing choice band we just basically want four attacking moves so we're gonna do return crunch superpower and shoot what's the electric move it's wild uh wild wild charge (laughs) yeah wild charge so you're so so it's return crunch superpower and wild charge it gives you pretty good type coverage and um i mean just normal type on its own gives you good type coverage with the exception of uh steel and rock um and although and both of those you you cover with superpowers you've got a lot of your types covered oh and and ghost you don't have but you can get that with with crunch so you've got a lot of types covered and you're doing a lot of damage with a pretty regal looking dog did you you said sand rush as the ability yeah yeah because otherwise like i think in so so Stoutland actually got some play in VGC 2011 when the rules stipulated that you could only use Unova Pokemon. If I remember correctly, it it was the it used the Intimidate ability because I don't think I don't think we saw weather that very much that year because there we didn't have access to Pokemon that would set it up. 
Yeah, I mean, like Tyranitar is your typical sand streamer, right? Right, which we didn't have access yeah. to, and I don't think there are any you know Pokemon that did. I mean, it's like again, that was five years ago, so my memory is a little hazy. But um, I think in that version, they ran the in they ran it with Intimidate because that ability is just so great in doubles because it hits both the opponents and. If I remember right, that was a pretty physically heavy meta that year. So I think there was a Stoutland maybe even on the winning team that sort of caught people by surprise. But other than that, you're typically going to see it with Sand Rush because that's going to cover the uh, weakness of the only 80 speed. Shiny Stoutland is definitely shiny. It's more of a green than a blue. And mm-hmm. it's, it's face whiskers, which are normally like a cream color. They're like a gold, uh, which is really cool. Will has one. Yes. Are you sad? Are you satisfied with the shininess of your shiny? Um, I, I think I'm very happy with it. I can't remember if I gave that one away or not, but the golden. Uh, How many pokeballs out of five would you give it? Uh, I'd say a four. A four out of five. Right. Yeah, because that that golden mane is like what makes it. Yeah. Uh, not that much trivia here. Uh, Stoutland was based on the combination combination of a sh- uh, Shizu. Shizu. And a Maltese with some characteristics of a Yorkshire Terrier and a Scottish Terrier. It's talent so for... So just every kind of dog. Right. It's talent <laughs> for rescuing humans in mountains is similar to the St. Bernard. I don't know dogs that well, so that doesn't mean much to me. St. Bernard is the one that has the cask of, like, brandy around its neck. Mm. Wow. That just shows our age difference because know. that used to be in all the cartoons. Ah, <laughs> uh, we... We we should just jump back a little bit and talk about our thoughts with the koala and um, dog. We didn't actually do that. Oh, uh, the koala is cool. <laughs> All right, it's moving got a cool on. Ability. It's it's hugging a little stump, which is funny because koalas hang on to trees. It's cute. Are there? Well, Every are there year, koalas in Hawaii? There are no koalas in Hawaii. Right. There are um, Pokemon the, so unreal. What are the stomach pouch? Mammals called kangaroos, uh, marsupials. marsupials, marsupials. So marsupials are only in Australia, um, and koalas are marsupials. All right. Uh, what I was going to say is, every year at the Pokemon Company International, there is a contest to um, determine who will design the Pokemon that can sell the most plushes, uh, who will sell the most stuffed animals, and uh, obviously these are two top contenders because people are going to buy Nekoala merchandise until the end of days because it's going to be everybody's favorite one to have as a stuffed animal do you think the koala is going to go down the same path as uh what is it pangoro is it going to turn dark or or just like a no like a slacking where they're just like lazy i I think it's going to be like a slack off vigor off slacking kind of deal where it's going to like have a middle evolution that's like has um what is it well vital spirits one of them but there's another one where it can't ever fall asleep um insomnia or, insomnia uh, yeah is that what worry seed gives you yeah it gives you the insomnia yeah. ability but i think there might even be a third one that has the same effect i just like and then we already have final evolution will Snorlax. be like bulk, super bulky and super sleepy also i looked it up and there are marsupials in the american continent as well oh that's right aren't possums no mm. yeah something like that but it just says on the wikipedia page it says there are 100 species of marsupials found in the americas particularly in south america but 13 in central america 
and one lonely species in North America, in the north of Mexico. Which is what, possum? Oh, it's, I guess it's north of Mexico, so maybe it... No, because there's no possums in Mexico. Possums are up here. Oh, yeah, they are. Uh, I don't... We've already seen, like, that sleepy, lazy Pokemon in, like, Slack King and Snorlax. Is that the main... We've already seen dog Pokemon. We're getting another one. Why yeah, can't this be another lazy we're, Pokemon? We're getting a rock dog. That's a little different. But it, it's, I think, I mean, it's ability. Is the main quality of a koala to sleep? No, but they're super cute. Yeah, but aren't they also, like, super dangerous? Don't, like, more people die from koalas than they do... I don't think that's true, but I do believe more that koalas koala are... attacks than shark attacks. You heard it here first. I, I believe that koalas are more violent than people expect them to be. I would I, mean, I, I would be okay entire... with uh, like a uh, I don't know like a very attack heavy mobile evolution of the sleepy koala instead it... of going down like the oh it's just like another Snorlax. I was going to say, if your entire diet consisted of one kind of leaf, you'd be in pretty bad mood as well. <laughs> what about what about the dog? What's for dinner today? Oh, eucalyptus again? Yup. <laughs> Every is day that pandas? for the rest of I your thought, life. Is it, no, do no, pandas no, no. and koalas just eat eucalyptus? No, pandas eat bamboo, dude. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, they bamboo it up. All right, rock dog. Yeah. I'm showing my ignorance. All right, so I immediately got angry texts and, and otherwise about what makes this dog rock. And to that, I would answer with the question, what makes a go-goat grass? What makes a chair a chair? Ugh. Look, I'm out of college. Those days, are, those days of philosophizing of the essence of a chair are behind me. I would rather keep it that way. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Would you stop? Would you stop? Stop. This, we do not need to lower the intelligence quality of this podcast any lower than it has already fallen. It's, I mean, I did just say that pandas only eat eucalyptus, <laughs> and, and somehow you managed to make it more dumb than that. Um, so it, it has a stone collar. That's what makes it a rock type. Mystery solved. Also, I can, ima- I can imagine... Why you know how dogs when they're wet they do the, like the shake off they like shake off the water I don't know what the technical term of that is it's it's called a perfect yeah so I can imagine with my imagination when Look at you go with, that the rock dog shakes but instead of water coming off like little pebbles come out of it oh that's one dirty dog you know it <laughs> you know it yeah I like my dogs dirty. <laughs> Is that going to be the new tagline of it's super effective? <laughs> it's super effective. What a dirty dog. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- I, think, I think that's good to lay out a Pokemon and say this is, its, this, is a, this is what it does. And for you to like imagine that. Like, oh yeah, I could, I could imagine that Pokemon being real. Sure. It's, I mean... The only Pokemon I imagine not being real is Basculin, but we can move on from that. I mean, Embor is normal type, or not Embor, uh, Pyroar is normal type for some reason, so. Is it, is that normal fire? Yeah. It's a weird one. Yeah, a rock dog, though, that's cool. I'm, I'm happy with both these Pokemon. Drapion is dark type for some reason. Drapion. It looks poison bug. Real cool. Drapion is a very cool Pokemon, but it. Doesn't make sense why it's dark, why it loses. 
because it's uh, more evil than it is buggy so the evil part it fights wins. dirty it's a it's a it's a it's a dirty pokemon Travis. <laughs> it's super effective what a dirty dog <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Patreon, if you want to support the dirtiest of dogs, patreon.com slash it's super effective. We might do a mini podcast sometime this week, depending on the sun and moon news we may or may not get. Depending on the phase of the moon. <laughs> so we're, we're unsure with that. If we don't, Mars is in retrograde, we might do a mini episode. <laughs> we don't know, uh, we don't know what's coming this week, if, if anything, but, uh, if it's enough, to warrant a podcast, we will be podcasting. Otherwise, uh, emails sbj at pkmncast.com. You guys have anything else before we wrap up here? Uh, I believe you have tickets available for a certain event happening in August. That's the good thing I asked. Yes. So, Gen Con is this August, the first week of August. And uh, we've established here on the show that there will be a very large Pokemon booth in the vendor hall of Gen Con. I don't know what's to be at said vendor booth, but Pokemon TCPI is hosting um, certain events at Gen Con. A lot of uh, like intro to the trading card game and normal league play and stuff like that. So I I was like, maybe... It's super effective show at a live show there, podcaster getting pretty like Gen Con to me a couple of years ago didn't seem like a podcast place, but as Gen Con has grown, I was like, ah, it doesn't hurt to you know try to get a room. And my my request was a little bit later than it should have been, but Gen Con came back and they said, well, we can give you a room with AV equipment, microphone, speakers, but it can only hold sixty people. And that would cost money because the AV stuff. Or we can give you a room that holds 100 people with no AV stuff for free. So I took the room with no AV stuff because I would rather have it hold more people. And uh, I'll figure something out. I have my own speakers. I have. I, ha- I can make something work. So I don't even know what's in this room. I don't know if there's chairs. I don't know if there's tables. There's clearly not a microphone or speakers, which don't I, I have a solution for. But it's very last minute. There are tickets if you go to GenCon.com. If you are going to GenCon, just search for Pokemon or Pokemon Podcast or It's Super Effective. Any of those terms should find you. The event is free. Uh, it will be Friday night at 6. Well, let's be clear. GenCon is not free, Gen, right? GenCon is not free. Uh, the event is free. It will be on Friday night at 6 p.m. If you're going to Gen Con, which you should, if you like games, if you like Pokemon, if you like conventions, we will be there in some capacity. What that is, I do not know. <laughs> but we will be there. Cool. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. Uh, we'll be at Gen Con. Uh, E3 is this week, so if you're uh, into video games that are other than Pokemon, enjoy yourself. Travis is at the Travis W. Will is yeah. at Wash in the Sink. I am at Dragging a Lake. You can follow Pokemon Podcast on Twitter for updates. But otherwise, this has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are super effective. Super what a dirty dog. <laughs> 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 <laughs>